0: Welcome back, listeners, to a very, very significant episode of Wasteland. And I'm not going to say the subtitle yet, because we have a little explaining to do. Hmm. As our prior listener... Well, first of all, of course, I'm Nathaniel, joined as always by Dom.
1: Hey guys, Dom here.
0: That's Dom. What up? And um, (laughs) for 90-some episodes of this podcast, we have come to you with the hottest takes in the world of anime that being uh animation from japan
1: we've ascended a number of top 100 podcasts that cover anime
0: top 10 even
1: yeah yeah i was gonna say some might even say top 10 Mm -hmm. i mean we wouldn't need to say it because it's been printed it's on i mean it's on the internet so that's permanent google it and uh yeah it's out there it's out there, but uh, I digress.
0: Right. So, we have been on a bit of a hiatus. Um, I went trekking in the mountains of Nepal. Um, mm. You were where were you again? Where was your spiritual uh, journey? My
1: spiritual journey uh, took me to my couch, where okay. I watched uh, some anime. Uh, also, took me out to the movies. I went to I went to the movies a lot like uh Whoa. yeah yeah okay getting back out there is stimulating the economy like sleepy mm. joe wants us to do let's go brandon am i right
0: yeah 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 um so basically what we're getting at here is over the years and months that we've done this podcast as it is we've grown a bit disillusioned with the mm. anime formats we kind of th- this show started from a very different we're so pure place we, we we're so innocent it kind of started as one thing and then we just kind of learned uh along mm-hmm. the way kind of what worked and what didn't work and we sort of reached a point where we felt like we were uh, 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 like putting ourselves in a bit of a box so to speak yeah a metaphorical box and we have decided not to never talk about anime again, but to instead open the floodgates, so to speak, and uh, let the torrent of pop culture in general flow Mm. over us and over your ears. these
1: conversations, they're going to be sopping wet. They're going to be moist, baby. Get ready.
0: So long story short, we are here today to officially reinvent, rebrand this podcast as Wasteland, a pop culture podcast. We, Mm. every week, we are going to be talking about the hottest memes of any, like, literally anything. I don't even need to, like, list off bullet points. Like, we're talking film. We're talking cinema. Uh, we're talking anime we're talking manga western comics uh we're talking uh, television we're in the the some say we're in the second golden age of television um or prestige
1: television ever heard of it because we'll be talking about some of it yeah
0: probably so we are just we're welcoming everyone in now everyone's welcome here yeah. and um
1: mamas daddy's uncles
0: yeah so up. that's kind of the spiel uh i we hope you're all on board f- for it and uh we hope that anyone getting in just um if you don't care about anime just don't you know what just skip the first 90 like seven episodes or whatever yeah and just start that was here. all
1: that was preamble that was filler
0: yeah but we got some uh got some things to talk about but before we get into the meat of it all um I mean I just walked I still got my uh trekking poles on I just got back from Nepal as I said um but it's been a while since we've officially recorded anything so what's what's new
1: mm, mm.
0: in your world let
1: me see what is effing new I there's no, no, there's nothing new. I am a corporate dreg. All right. I put on my Hmm. suit and tie. I get in my little car. I drive to the office. I tick, I tack, I tick, I tack. I do that all day. I'm kidding. No, Hmm. I lead a very fruitful and productive life outside of Hmm. the recording studio. Nathaniel, I'm a philanthropist. I am um, a disgraced poet laureate. I am out here in these streets, heralding, and speaking for the masses i'm watching anime uh nothing really is popping off with me i told you i'm sort of like working on this writing project oh. i reached out to a couple friends yeah bounce some ideas off of it give us, give, the us very the,
0: give us the log line okay okay okay
1: no, no no okay log line it's just, it's, you it's been to. done before. I, it's not that I, it's I hate not that I, I don't have it. It's that it's, it feels like it's been done before yeah. and it it has been done before, but not by a black man. It hasn't.
0: Oh, okay. So there you go.
1: That's, that's, that's my end with like every production company period. They're like, oh, I mean, Ryan Coogler's not calling us back. We need one of you. Like, get in here, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. What's his What's his tits? Uh, the English dude who like directed those movies. He's got it. He's got got the name of uh, Stephen. What's his name?
0: You know the Brit- guy, British guy, it's British.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He's a director.
1: Yeah, he's a director. Black British director. S- oh, Steve McQueen. Yeah, Steve McQueen. Mm. He's got the name of that other guy.
0: Yeah, the white guy.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but like. They're always like, I can never remember. I know who Steve McQueen is, but then I know that that black director has the name of some white actor. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, who is it? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Where were
0: we? Um, well, y- yeah, your, no, your I writing don't have, project. I mean,
1: yeah. I am I'm it's in the early stages. Um, it's, it's sure. morphing into an idea. It was set at one time, but now I'm thinking like it takes place over several years like periods it's like an early 20s type thing then like late 20s early 30s to like i don't know it's it's ruminating it's it's like at first it was just like an early 20s like that boom right mm. there and then it was like well what if it was this and we revisit these characters and Ooh, I don't know. like
0: a before trilogy kind of thing a what uh before sunrise before sunset ah, before midnight. yes 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 every nine yeah, years yeah. checking in
1: somewhat yeah 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 but instead of two star-crossed lovers it's a group of
0: mm, ensemble like,
1: young adults yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah 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 okay yeah um yeah well are you excited you're excited about it you feel good I do, about the possibilities I
1: do. yeah 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 that's all that matters um, loosely based on some goings-on that maybe you were a part of, maybe you weren't, Um, but just us having this conversation is verbal consent.
0: I want to play myself. That's all I ask. They have to cast me.
1: I'm already in talks (laughs) with uh, Timothee Chalamet. I am sorry. He's attached. Yeah. And uh, Shia LaBeouf is angling for your dad, so... (laughs)
0: <laughs> jesus christ
1: yeah he's he's really trying to corner the honey boy market where he plays like <laughs> fucked up dads and i tried to like paint your father in the best light that i could but shy he's, he's gonna drag something him, dark. him down yeah yeah got, He sees something dark in some your I- father's got eyes. got some ideas yeah oh god uh um, yeah so that's basically what i've been up to is sort of doing that working just hanging out living life but uh what up with you
0: oh um man I don't know I I feel like it's all for some other like Mm. therapy podcast or something Um, oh shit no I don't know I mean things are it's the same as it ever was I I am there's a couple things I guess uh well one I, I told you about this off air but I randomly fell in. I didn't like get a job quote unquote. I'm not like working for the man. Um, I'm working, (laughs) I'm working for several men, but I'm not like on the company payroll or anything. I just love
1: it. You're like the subtitle of that, like that, the way that you said I'm not working for the man is like, I'm still punk or I don't get it fucked up. I'm still out here in the streets.
0: (laughs) But no, I mean, I've been living the freelance, uh, life for a while. Video editing, um, And I just randomly made this connection over Instagram like a couple weeks ago. Now I don't even know how long ago it was—maybe two months—and yeah, just sort of like ran. I had been struggling to find like a a real job, like something more consistent, and just totally failing. And then just randomly one day, in a matter of like ten minutes, just sort of stumbled into this gig that has been pretty consistent, uh, editing for a, (laughs) uh, pretty large (laughs) YouTube channel, which is weird. Um, it's definitely not the kind of stuff I would want to be editing in a perfect world, but, uh, you know, it pays well and it's consistent enough that, um, Hey, I'm, I'm living large over here, living medium actually.
1: That's all we can ask for. Like yeah. the fact that I am in my mid thirties and, uh, I'm not exactly living paycheck to paycheck is like, mm. huh? Okay. Yeah. It's, uh, so that's what that's like. Having a little extra like tucked away. You're like, all right, cool. Just like, just in case I get some just in case shit and sometimes just in case shit pops off but right now i got that just in case like nest egg set aside and i'm i'm feeling all right about it
0: yeah it's uh you know it's a fun existence where not quite living paycheck to paycheck is like a big kind of milestone
1: for yeah i hope my children can attain such um financial feats
0: yeah Man, um, yeah, I guess I'm sort of there right now. Um, I, I'll, I'll get to some uh, a way that I just spent some disposable income in a minute, but uh, oh god,
1: oh, it's <laughs> gonna make me very jealous, isn't it?
0: I I don't know actually. I y- you might make fun of me. I don't know. We'll see. But oh, um, if they're not Healy's, Yeah. Close. yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh man, your orthopedic Heelys. You know, my parent, my mom never let me get Heelys and now is the time. I'm just kidding. I I had (laughs) Heelys. I remember... Of course you fucking did. I remember I got Heelys and I wanted them so bad and they were too big for me. Mm. And my mom like got them for me and I put them on. I remember I was in my backyard and they just like did not fit me and she was like, are are they okay? And I was like, you know what? It's fine. It's fine.
1: Because I, you're so desperate I just you did des- just want to go back and get another bear.
0: No, but I, I think that that was like my first memory of uh I've been like that my entire life where if I buy something and get it and it like doesn't work or doesn't fit, I'm just like, you know what? You, you win some you lose some like i I, ha- I hate returning things and going back to a store to like exchange things like there's nothing I hate more than that so I just like uh I put up with everything that I buy it's
1: that that's something I <laughs> used to do before I got diagnosed with like bone crippling anxiety and mm. all this like i I remember i I bought a pair of vans from. The van store in the mall and i was so nervous that like i just took whatever they had and i got home and they were like size 12s or 13s mm-hmm. i was size 11. i was just like uh and then i was like i i could take them back but then i'd have to go and stand in line and explain everything and i just held on to them for years until like i just i gave them away or I threw them away or something like that but yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Go to therapy, talk to someone about this because, uh, well, that's, yeah, that's not right.
0: Yeah. Well, it's funny you say that because that was going to be, I don't have really anything to say or to announce, but I've decided that I'm finally going to pull the trigger on at least trying to find a therapist. (laughs) Okay. Um, All right. All right. right. Applause. I feel like I, I've like gone back and forth so much over the years. And like, I always kind of teeter in and out. Um, But yeah, like nothing's really happened. I have like a couple people bookmarked that I was like scrolling through (laughs) lists of local therapists. And there's like a couple people that stood out to me. There's like one guy who I think he could be my guy. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Like his, his list of specialties was like, I think, sort of, um, he, I mean, you brought up anxiety. He
1: specializes in, like, tall, brown-haired <laughs> yeah. dudes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got you guys covered. Don't even um,
0: worry. Tall, brown-haired <laughs> guy issues, this is my specialty. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, his, yeah, man. his like, yeah. main thing was anxiety. I feel like I've always, I my whole life I've thought, like, all the things that I feel are just, like, re- I'm just like, ah, this is like everyone feels this way. But I'm starting to think that it's not that way, especially for when it comes to the anxiety in my life. So, mm. um, but yeah, I mean, there's a whole host of, hey, I got like 31 years built up of backlog <laughs> that I got to yeah. like go over with someone. So,
1: oh my God, um, I, just a quick aside. I remember when, I finally was like, all right, I'm like done. I was white knuckling. it. I was like, I got to get some help. And I was talking to the intake lady and she was just going over my chart and she goes, okay, what brings you in? And I like unloaded. And she, she stopped me and she goes, are you breathing? And I was like, Jesus. And yeah. And, uh, she was like, oh my God. And, uh, that was i just remember that and then now where i can see it in other people and i can even see it myself when i'm still like having a panic attack or even i can see triggers of what might like set me off and i can go through breathing exercises Mm. or i can just remove myself from the situation and it's like or i can sit in it i'm like okay this is not as bad as i thought it would be it It ain't great. Like I'd much rather be doing anything else, but in order to like do this thing that I'm doing right now, I gotta like push through it. And yeah, it's, it's sometimes it's worth doing if it means I have to be a little uncomfortable in the moment. And that's something I really didn't realize until I went through like therapy and all this shit. So congrats to you for like starting that.
0: Well, thanks yeah i haven't done anything yet but it's my my intention my intention is to do something but um yeah i mean i have a lot of anxiety just around going through the steps and like what if i don't like the person and um what if i can't like talk to them but it's i i gotta just deal with it um yeah, I mean do have the people part of have the people that you've seen, are they like through insurance or do you have to like go around insurance? Uh
1: they're through insurance for me.
0: Okay, weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like all the people that I was looking at, they were all like, We don't go through insurance. You can get like are we, we still with Kaiser or no? Nah? Kaiser? I don't know. I'm with uh My insurance is um, Blue Shield. I don't know. I got to look it up. I don't know. Like insurance. I I don't know. I don't know. I just got, I got some, I got some sort of card in my wallet that uh, (laughs) has some, like a PPO number on it. I don't know what it covers.
1: (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's well, that's part of my uh, like very monotonous job that I have where it's not like quote unquote fulfilling in any imaginative way, but it's got a couple great things, paid holidays, paid weekends or not paid weekends, but like every weekend off and then like healthcare and dental and all that shit, hundred percent like paid for. So I'm like, well, there's worse ways I could spend a day.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's the one thing, speaking of freelance that, uh, I haven't had health insurance covered by any one since yeah, man. Uh, I was and under my like, mom's insurance.
1: You got like some life-threatening shit on a different level. Oh, yeah. Like, I got some, like, it's great to have, I, I was thinking the other day, I was like, fuck, man, if I lost my job, it would suck. I would, like, no medication, no therapy and all that stuff. Like, who knows what would happen? And I was like, ah. Nathaniel's, like, diabetic, though. You got the sugars. <laughs> if, uh, yeah. if shit goes south for you, uh, That's... like, I can't hand you a Twinkie and tell you to, like, tough it out.
0: No. Yeah, there's no alternatives. It's sort of like <laughs> I either have insulin or I'm dead, so I got to get it somehow. Um, hey, but
1: didn't Newsom like, I saw something where he lowered it to, like, five bucks, I think, right?
0: <sighs> yeah, it was something like, I don't know, like, the copay is like was universally brought down to like 10 or $15, no matter what, but that's like what I already, that's what my copay already is. So hmm. I don't know. I don't think I'm benefiting from this at all, but yeah. Cause like a vial of insulin just like over the counter is like a couple hundred dollars, I think. Um,
1: like even with insurance? Uh,
0: I think just if you were to have a, prescription and just buy it without insurance huh. it would be several okay. hundred dollars because when i get insulined, i just have a 15 copay
1: okay all right well okay you're paying 15 bucks for this shit all right i'm not feeling as bad for you as i was previously
0: <laughs> well but i'm also paying no, like several no, hundred dollars no. a month for health insurance no.
1: yeah well i mean do better get That's what, true. Is, what is it spleen a kidney what, what uh, is pa- that
0: oh, thing? Oh, pancreas?
1: <laughs> yeah. See, it's not even top tier. Like, I wasn't thinking of it. I know. So... People
0: don't think about it. it sneaks up on you. <laughs> you got to keep pancreas upkeep. Everyone <laughs> check in with your pancreas. Um, yeah, well, I guess, uh, yeah, the only other thing I had, because I, I referenced, uh, I made a big purchase uh recently it hasn't come yet but so i mean you know that um i mean this is another thing we're not like i forgot in the whole opening spiel that uh we might on occasion talk about uh video game stuff because that of course is pop culture um sure but we're both very we have very different uh we live in very different uh, video game worlds, you and I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you've had like some old ass Xbox for like <laughs> what the you're fuck? like Gen Two or like or Yo. no, you bought a new one, didn't you?
1: <laughs> yeah, What's with these strays. Did
0: you get the ser- why? I I'm just joking. Did you get the Series S or the Series X? S. Like oh, the boy. X
1: is like just sold out everywhere when yeah. I was going and you know how it is when you got money in your pocket, like burning a hole. You're like, I got to do yeah.
0: something. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I did that. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm a PlayStation man. Um, That's kind of where my home is. Uh, I like that ecosystem. I like the games that they uh, put out, but I have uh, a switch that I barely play. Um, Ooh, I think I have one of those too. You think?
1: Uh, It's like the most latest. It's like the little handheld thing, right? It's the thing like Uh, Animal Crossing mm, is on,
0: right? Yeah. Not the, I mean, it came out like in 2016 or something or 15. So it's been a while,
1: but. I bought one during the pandemic. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. With my STEMI. What, what uh, What have you played on it?
1: Bruh. What? Nothing? I bought it. What are you talking about? Like it's not it wasn't I bought it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I
0: Oh, and then your like, girlfriend took it over?
1: Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, with the Animal Crossing. And then it was she was heavy on it. And then even then, like she it's collecting dust somewhere. Oof. I mean, what's good on there?
0: Well, mine's collecting dust. Uh, I mean, Zelda, the new Zelda's coming out in like two weeks. So that'll be <sighs> I'm gonna pick it back up for that. That's like the one Thing, but I
1: was never. I like the Zelda cartoon. Like, yeah. this is where we differ. You, you throw a a video game at me, I'm like, yo, that movie was ass, but like pretty good at the same time. Or the cartoon show from the early 90s. It's in my head, but the game itself, I wasn't a- rocking with the games.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's understandable. Um, well, yeah, I mean, that's like the it just. It the the switch is like the worst hardware of any of the uh, console manufacturers. Uh, it just does oh, not one hundred
1: percent. That's why I don't fuck with it. Yeah. heavy because yeah, it just
0: runs like shit. It's not that. like doesn't feel good to play. So that's like the main reason. But Zelda, I mean, you can't play it anywhere else. So, mm. uh, but um, what are you gonna do? But yeah, so I have never really even considered buying an xbox um oh here be- we go because they don't ha- put out anything that i'm like interested in or care about um what
1: what hey ha- halo what not halo. make halo head what <laughs> i can <I kid, laughs> no, course no i'm not
0: and-, and halo infinite you know it was a disaster they it seems like they've partially righted the course uh on launch yeah mm. and i mean from what i heard it was like missing a lot of
1: well look features. recently what hasn't been terrible on launch <laughs> shit happens i'm, I'm yeah. looking at you cyberpunk 2077 like yeah you're so a part of me like i love you
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: i got love for you
0: um but yeah so i've never like been compelled to get an xbox just because i don't really know what i would play on it um but you could play halo
1: yeah we could drink mountain dew for hours Mm -hmm. play some halo eat some taco bell and (laughs) i don't know just really get to the bottom of shit you know what i'm saying
0: i know well yeah Uh, well so in recent years um i mean like xbox has been like acquiring the shit out of everyone uh throwing their money around. Um, you know, famously, blah, blah. recently, they just purchased Activision Blizzard. They bought Bungie, Zenimax before that. So, That's right. So, That's right. So they just straight up own a lot of stuff, some of which I was interested in, um, like Bethesda and the other studios that Bethesda owned. So like games like Starfield coming out later this year, like I wanted to play. Um, and... My beloved uh, Japanese uh, games creator uh, Hideo Kojima, who did Metal Gear Solid and Death Stranding and everything, for those who don't know, he had announced like last year that he was is at some point going to be partnering with Microsoft to produce something just for them, and that was like the straw that broke my back. I was like, well, someday I'm gonna have to engage with this platform on some level because I, I can't not play that. Uh, but I, just, I still didn't want to buy an Xbox. So I made the decision to not get an Xbox. <laughs> but since everything that Xbox does, essentially, as far as I know, comes to PC, I decided to build my own gaming PC and become a true degenerate... Oh ew um like the lowest life form on humanity
1: Bro, i say this with all love and respect uh the longer i know you the less i like you mm-hmm. first it was lord of the Rings shit and now you're building your own pc
0: <laughs> well what? it's more cost effective
1: go to go you used to be one of those uh imac boys I just watched well, Steve Jobs again the I have, other
0: night. I have my normal uh, computer. This is just going to be uh, my gaming computer. My gaming computer. <laughs> All right. Um, but this, <laughs> uh, this is going to allow me, this is my easy, simple, super expensive way to not buy an Xbox because everything that comes mm. out, I'll just play it on PC. And I have everything that's on the PC that's not on the Xbox. So it's a
1: win-win. Wait, wait, wait. How much is this cost- costing you versus buying like, a Series S.
0: Well, I wouldn't buy the Series S because I have... Uh, I have a 4K 120Hz OLED TV. Uh, I can't... The, the Series S wouldn't even make sense to play it on there. I'd have to buy a why? Series X and then I just have a big fucking Series X. What am I going to do with it? This is... You can.
1: I don't know, man. Well... So you didn't answer the question, though. What is it still more cost effective? To what? I mean,
0: no, but I'm, get, built- I'm getting more. It costs way more than an Xbox Series X, but I, uh, I'm mouse and keyboard. I the best way. The best way to play. <laughs> it's uh, I, I can I can play all uh, so many PC games. I can play Cyberpunk maxed out. With ray tracing and pathing. See, what does that mean? Here's the thing. This is the thing with console versus PC. Uh, With PC, you can decide how good it looks and how well it runs. You can't totally do that. You have like a few little baby options on consoles, but with PC, you can max out the settings, so to speak. So you're getting like the craziest experience if your hardware can run it. That's the thing. It's a much more modular um, system where you kind of dictate what the performance is, where you don't really get that. This
1: is like console. Steve Jobs is fucking, he's spinning right now, baby. <sighs> okay. This is not what he wanted I know, at all. But closed system. I
0: know, but the, Wozniak the, is listening
1: to this beating off right now. Yeah.
0: Well, I, oh. I still have my beloved uh, Mac studio that I do everything else on. Um, but here's the here's the crucial thing that I I think I haven't made clear enough is at certain points in our lives, in my life, things are so bad that the only way out is to just buy stuff and it okay. and it fills your hollow heart. A little, it's totally I'm with you, I'm with you there. It's totally okay. fleeting and it will not last. No, you're right. Like I'll boot it up, I'll build it, boot up this shiny new PC, play like 10 minutes of Cyberpunk maxed out, and then the crushing um weight of everything else will come creeping back in surely. But in this moment, it feels good to to spend a little yeah. something on yourself, you know, retail therapy. Hell yeah. Okay, so, no, that's a thing. It's, you know, and I'm just like what else what else am I going to buy? You know? Shh. I got to buy got to buy something. Can't not buy something. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had no choice. Right? Can't take it with you. No, exactly. Exactly. Am I going to be well, of course I'm not ever going to be on my deathbed as we've discussed. Neither
1: of us will be. But,
0: you know, if I were to engage in that thought experiment. If I were to ever be on a deathbed, it's like, am I going to look back and be so happy the day that I didn't buy myself uh, a gaming PC?
1: Hmm. Couldn't be me. Couldn't be you. Never will be us because we will never die, obviously.
0: No. But, you know, of course the downside is now I'm branded with this. I was kind of, at a certain point in my life, I was assuming I'd live my whole life never being associated with PC gaming. But, you know, things change. You never know what path you're going to walk down. And here I am. I have to embrace it now. I can't return it. But anyways, that's what I've been up to. Wow. Nothing else. Just that. Just those things. Damn. Um. But yeah, I mean, I guess we can start to uh, jump into the meat of it all if you're if you're ready. Ooh,
1: you got some meat.
0: All right, let's yeah. see what so are we talking. There was, uh, you know, we're still trying to kind of work out the kinks of how we want to, um, you know, structure our show here. But since we've uh, opened the floodgates, pop culture means um, exposing ourselves ourselves and you all to just the why the wild world of social media and things Mm. relating to culture and this is just a random thing like I i didn't really have a lot of time to prepare but i don't know if you saw this going around on twitter this is a little news story about one of the russo brothers um talking about the future of movies i don't know how much there is to talk about but everyone was cli- everyone on my timeline yeah. at least is just shitting taking a huge i saw that dump uh, on joe joe russo
1: look why are you so delighted in this man i'm not deli- being i'm not delighted okay, you sound delighted no i'm sound delighted.
0: we are an unbiased news source here uh we mm. don't take sides i'm sure s- i'm simply this is
1: not a political podcast
0: i didn't say i was taking a huge dump on joe russo i just said that everyone else Facts. is but it was your
1: inflection
0: sure. sure but yeah i mean for anyone who hasn't seen i think it was just today but joe russo i guess there was some i don't know where he said this i'm not gonna like we're not real reporters but
1: he, speak for yourself gumshoe
0: um he basically said like the gist of it is that like hey, AI's here. It's going to write our scripts for us. Yeah, eventually. Like, let's just embrace it. Why don't we? And everyone is just, no. Like, let's not...
1: Especially right now when the Writer's Guild is, like, on strike or on the precipice of another strike where they're like, yo, pay us because, I mean, come on. What the fuck? We're writing this brilliant shit that's out here we're we're bringing laughter and comfort to the masses. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's fucked. And yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's like, I mean, this is like just sort of the whole AI thing in terms of uh, when relating to art. I mean, it's all been bubbling up around, you know, Smaller artist because like AI generally, as far as I understand it, at least like image generation stuff, it's like it's pulling from everything that exists, right? So like the argument that a lot of people make and artists make is that like it's pulling from our work in one way or the, so in one way or the other.
1: Are you on record saying you're anti AI?
0: Um. Well knowing that the AI is like the hive mind will be hearing this at some point. Mm. Um, I'm into it. Oh,
1: for sure. Just knowing that the AI is
0: listening. uh, I'm into it. If they weren't listening, if they weren't listening, would my answer be different? I don't, that's not for me to say. I don't think.
1: One could never imagine.
0: No, but, um, but yeah, that's essentially the argument. Is like you know, AI is, um, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, making easier a way to not hire um, writers and artists and you know whatever. I I think that there could be some. I think the thing with AI for me is like, um, I can see it being useful to assist yourself if you're creating something, like using it as like an assistance rather than like um, the full thing. If that makes sense. I don't know. I I mean, I, I don't know totally how I feel about it yet, but
1: this, this, I remember my boy Miyazaki was 10 toes oh, yeah. against it, against it. True, and now look at us now, look what future we have wrought.
0: I know, man's we... was ahead of his time. I know, we did do this, but there was uh, this did remind me of uh, there was this other story from like a couple weeks ago in the gaming world where. God, I forget who it was. I think it's like Ubisoft. You know, they do a lot of big open world games where there's tons of NPCs walking around everywhere. And they're basically saying like they were interested in technology that would create what the NPCs say. You know what I mean? Hmm. So just mm-hmm. like the trash dialogue that just... Yeah. You know, like if you're... Ubisoft doesn't make GTA, but you know, like when you're walking around GTA and you bump into someone... six. we know
1: what NPCs say. Everyone does.
0: Yeah, but we got a lot of uh, airheads listening, mm. um, and they don't know. I'm not saying you don't know. I don't believe that. Okay.
1: Yeah, all our listeners, mints abound,
0: baby. Well, fair enough. Um,
1: They've opened their third eye.
0: But yeah, I, you know, not that I ever weigh in on things, but Joe Russo sounds a little too giddy about this. I can hear it in his voice.
1: Maybe he's already been replaced.
0: Hmm, True. I mean, before, like, I I think, what was it, like, a week before this? I never saw this movie, but that last, I think it was, like, the last thing they did was that Ryan Gosling, The Gray Man, the Netflix movie. It was, like, some just generic action thing.
1: Mm. And it sounds familiar, but,
0: but it's, yeah. like, the last thing, like, people were just clowning on the Russos because, I guess it was officially announced that they're doing a sequel and everyone was just, like why like (laughs) like it's just the first like just watch the first one like there's no there's nothing so people seem pretty down on it that it's just it's probably uh,
1: like the gray air man or gray gray man man yeah
0: i think people yeah the way people talk about the gray man is like they make it sound like it was written by an ai so i think he's already utilizing this technology yeah
1: huh um well
0: but yeah, there's that. That's like the biggest keep, thing I saw. Keep on, on Twitter fighting, today. Joe. Yeah, yeah. Please do your thing. Um, but let's move on to the first big topic, and that is, what are you reading? What are we reading, if anything?
1: Oh, Nathaniel, I haven't been reading much or tra- anything. Um, Damn. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm. i mean, keep it a buck. As the kids say, Mm. Um, my focus has definitely been like more visual lately. Well, you look at
0: what you're reading.
1: Some of us do. Some of us. I absorb it. Um, uh, Well, I'm more of an osmosis guy. Hold it. Hold it close to my chest Mm. for hours. I got it. Mm -hmm. You know, right, right. Glance at that little blurb on the back. I got it. Oh, yeah.
0: The but, the blurb.
1: But yeah, man. Uh haven't been reading Sheen yet. Uh, what have you been reading? What, what manga have you been dipping um, into?
0: Yeah. I mean, listeners of this podcast up until today will know that I mostly just read manga uh, from time to time, but I haven't gotten into anything new. It's kind of all just like keeping up with the regular stuff uh, i'm actually behind on the newest um jojo lands uh, jojo part 9 mm. um i read like a little bit of it um the other day like the first couple pages while i was waiting for uh the movie that i saw in the movie theater which we're going to talk about the um later in the show Greg. but um other than that, just keeping up with Chainsaw Man, um, without going into specifics, uh, there's a big fight going on. Um, things are just moving at a Chainsaw Man pace. Can't really say anything about it, mainly because Dom's not caught up. I would, I would say spoilers if Dom was caught up, but um, Chainsaw Man living been-
1: like that, you wild out in the streets, you just talking spoilers. Like, what if people haven't caught up like that?
0: Well, I'd warn everyone. <laughs> um, I think we're allowed to talk spoilers in general on this show. Wow. If, if we warn people or not, I don't know. I feel like it's a case-by-case case basis. Okay. Well, in some cases, I think uh, we could spoil people. Like
1: Chainsaw Man, I feel like that's too fresh.
0: Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like not for the series itself, but for what's happening in the manga. Hmm.
0: <laughs> hmm. Um, maybe I mean, what like if we talk about like new television, like hot the hot TV that we're watching? I mean, like, surely we gotta talk about what's going on, right?
1: Yeah, but television
0: is different,
1: especially mm-hmm. these days with the shit that we're talking about. That's all appointment television, you know, like it's not streaming on Hulu or Netflix or uh or anything like that it's coming out weekly at these times and we're releasing these days after that's fine chainsaw man people like they're only just now discovering it i don't know it feels Mm. and manga is not as um readily available as western shows that come on weekly like Every week, same time, everyone's talking about it. Like, that's the thing. With social media, as it is right now, we even spoke about uh, Succession when the big thing happened a few episodes ago. You said, like, there was no dodging, dodging mm. it at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess it depends on what... Uh, it, it definitely... I mean cuz i get chainsaw like new chainsaw man stuff on my timelines a lot which which would be spoilers if i wasn't caught up but it's i mean certainly not to the level of uh succession um so that's true but other than the regular things that i read and uh keep up with i have not started anything new um so
1: yeah, I that's... I mean, that's one thing I've fallen off on, like, heavy, is I haven't been in the comic shop, I haven't read anything new. The last thing I read was uh, Chainsaw Man, when we were talking about that um, on the anime, like, section weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I gotta get back into it. Mm-hmm. It's been a mighty long time.
0: Yeah, um... Well, let's see if you've been playing any more more games than you've been reading anything. What are we playing? Have you been playing anything?
1: You know, I'd be playing a Halo. But also, uh, there's a Dragon Ball Z Kakarot game, Mm -hmm. I think, that uh, it was not what I thought it was going to be.
0: Mm. At all? Um, yeah, yeah. I haven't played it. I'm definitely familiar with it. What part of it were you not, or what? What did you think it was going to be?
1: I thought it was just going to be a straight up button masher, where like you get <laughs> some uh, dudes, they get some other dudes, and you you don't you just box it out. You you throw some blasts, mm-hmm. like that's it.
0: What? But- and and what did it? What did it turn out to be?
1: uh right now i'm in like this fucking story mode oh we're like i gotta float around on the flying nimbus i gotta go get fish with gohan so we can bring it on the chi chi and i'm not with that
0: is there not like a um just like a not like a non-story mode mode. yeah just like arcade mode (sighs) i tried i tried no Hmm. it goes right in story mode wow right in I'm like, this is a
1: grift. This is a fucking grift. That's how they get you.
0: I mean, did you watch any like yeah. reviews or like people talking oh, about reviews?
1: It? No, I read some reviews and I watched the trailers, and I was mm. like, eh? and I had that. I mean, money burning a hole in my pocket, yeah. talking about. I mean, I'm on my couch. I can just buy the game. I can just hit a button, and it's mine. That's true you know yeah i'm like yeah whatever
0: yeah i mean for me when it comes to games like purchasing games uh i definitely make like impulse decisions but usually i know like to the best of my ability like what i'm in for it doesn't mean i'm going to enjoy it but i usually like at least look up like extended gameplay at the very least to like understand Mm what I'm going to be engaging with. Cause I couldn't imagine like buying something and be like, Oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. I don't think I've ever really had that happen.
1: Says a guy who is too uncomfortable <laughs> to return things after buying them. And they're not exactly what they thought they were. Uh, well, you, sir, no, I, you've contradicted I think I, I think yourself. It's not that, Senator. It's not that I don't You've f-
0: contradicted yourself. It's usually when things don't work or they don't fit. Mm. Mm. The, the the thing is the thing that I wanted usually okay look right. I'm just uh, look I'm I'm a toxic gamer I mean we like to look up reviews and shit I guess I don't, I don't know facts um, But me,
1: Nathaniel was previously uh, head of Gamergate he was very proud true. of
0: that I, start, I coined it um, <laughs> and then I dipped out it was like Gamergate run yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> But I have been playing some things. There's only really one thing I want to talk about. I mean, I obviously played the Resident Evil 4 remake on PS5. It was great. Um, but I played a, an indie gem recently that was really fantastic. This, uh, this game called Dredge. Um, in a, in a logline, speaking of loglines, it would be... It's like a quaint fishing game but with like, like a Lovecraftian horror like undertone to it. Hmm. So it's like the art style is very pleasant. It takes place in like the, tw- like you know, it's like the lighthouse vibes, like that movie. Um, so it's like, uh, yes. it's like kind of like old New England kind of vibes. Um, there's all these little like remote islands and you're this fisherman and Things start out very normal, but like slowly you start to discover, like you basically go out on your ship. It, it like runs terribly. You can barely hold any fish, but you go out and you catch fish and you bring them back to buy money or to you get money to upgrade your ship. And you go out further and further and you start to learn. There's just all these little mysteries of like the townsfolk. And um, you start seeing that there's like, if you stay out too late, like you start seeing visions of things, and um it was just a great indie title that uh I highly yeah. recommend. Um probably like 15 hours maybe. Um not bad. But yeah, it, it super fun. Uh, it's you know, kind of like I would say kind of Sounds like a, relaxing a light RPG. Uh it's pretty stressful, actually. Um, because like you can't stay out too late, and you can get like really trapped if you stay out. You made it sound like all quaint, and, like you just well, live this
1: life as a fisherman.
0: Well, that's what's fun about it is it seems quaint on the surface, but oh, there man. are very dark, right. sinister undertones to the whole thing. It's, it's
1: well, no, thank you.
0: Yeah, it's basically like a Lovecraftian horror fishing yeah, you RPG. Said that part,
1: and I was like, I'm not picking up on that. Yeah, well, like okay. you
0: go out and like eventually you find like a deformed fish. Um, and then the further you venture out, you just start, it's like weird little things. And then it all builds into uh, some pretty wild stuff eventually. Yeah. Um, but yeah, being out there too far out in the waters, it's it's dangerous and it's scary. There's creatures, but yeah, Dredge. Tell me twice. Dredge was awesome. Um, highly recommended for anyone who's into little, quaint indie RPG games. Um, other than that, I don't think I've really been playing anything of note. Okay. I'm sort of just waiting for... Waiting for what? Um, so I'm kind of in a holding pattern until... I'm really waiting for Zelda, the new Zelda Tears of the Kingdom... Diablo 4 and Final Fantasy 16 are like the next big three for me hmm. um, but yeah so I'm just sort of waiting for those but that's what I've been playing you
1: know what I'm waiting for what us to talk about what we've been watching well that's next what have we been watching that's, uh, a number of things okay Nathaniel a number Okay. Firstly, Michael B. Jordan's uh, directorial debut, Creed 3. Saw it. You heard the whole like, uh, it's got a lot of anime overtones and shit Mm -hmm. like that, right? I heard that, Did you actually watch it?
0: No. You didn't watch it? No, of course.
1: All right. For everyone who's just now joining us, Nathaniel hates black cinema. Anything from my people, he he turns mm-hmm. his nose up to and he refuses to watch. Still hasn't seen the original Black Panther. Can't be bothered. Uh, so I, anyway. I
0: definitely watched all the original Rockies. What back when they were? You,
1: he's gone out of his way since only watch the Creeds those. have come out. Yeah, he only watches the Rockies. Now, at I, any time I've, Apollo I've Creed. I've never
0: seen any Rocky movie, but
1: what as card carrying Italian stallion, I feel like that's sacrilege.
0: Well I've watched the Sopranos multiple times. It just makes up for it, mm. I guess.
1: Um I don't know. But that could be something someone's cooking about, you know, I'm just yeah we'll see. <laughs> um
0: true. Okay. But sorry, can, please continue. Creed Creed three. three. Uh
1: yeah, you've heard the anime overtones, everything mm-hmm. like that. Um is it true? Somewhat. Okay like somewhat definitely like kind of in the visual, like in the visuals of the last fight, there's definitely like some anime, like leaning stuff, but not as much as you would think like (laughs) Mm -hmm. throughout. There's some in the very beginning that you see and you're like, Oh shit, that's cool if he continues to do that, but there's that. And then there's some at the end And then that's it.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's it was interesting when I was hearing that because I guess I wasn't thinking too much about it, but now that we're talking about it, like in my head, I'm sort of like, wait, what does that actually mean? Like, I don't really know what that looks like to make something live action look like or have anime. Think about
1: MegaloBox.
0: Yeah, I just don't know, like, what about MegaloBox feels like anime outside of it being animated? Maybe like the music and the...
1: No, I mean, like, just how... I mean, you've... This is kind of hard, because you... I mean, how many other boxing movies have you seen? Because you said that you've never seen any of the Rockies, right?
0: No. I, I mean... Yeah, I, I guess this is just maybe in my mind. Is it like um, just like really kind of fast, dynamic camera work, kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, and like isolations. So you you see like Michael B. Jordan focus in on a portion of his opponent's body, mm-hmm. and he like he's like like you see his his eyes catch the body move a certain way, and he's like got it, and yeah well then he like i was just gonna yeah.
0: say i would love if there was like <laughs> just in every boxing match it's like time would stop and you would just get his like michael b jordan's like vo of just like his <laughs> his right arm is at this angle wait that, which no that's that, means. that fucking shit from uh sherlock oh god uh, yeah you know what (laughs) sure guy richie sherlock holmes is an unintentional anime yes okay that brings me to my next point
1: so yeah everyone's talking about this all these intentional um anime homage and all this shit with creed 3 but then a couple weeks later i watch another movie that is just straight up It's like watching a live-action anime, and it's Hmm. one of the most beautiful and brutal things I had seen in a while. Okay. And, like, very vibrant and cinematic to the point where I'm just like, this is an anime. Like, this is it. Like, people should be talking about this. What is it? John Wick Chapter (laughs) 4.
0: Okay. I haven't seen it.
1: Of course you haven't seen it.
0: I saw John Wick chapter some four. Some of them. What? Okay. I, think, okay. I, saw th- That's I fair. think I saw three of them. I couldn't really tell you what happened, but I think I saw the third one. Maybe I didn't. Maybe, look, I, maybe I only saw the first two. I, I really can't remember.
1: Look, I truly had some fatigue. And I only watched all of them recently because they're on HBO Max, which will now become Max.
0: Oh In a few yeah! weeks or
1: whatever. Thank God. Get fucking, rid of that oh, HBO.
0: Geez. That baggage. Ugh.
1: This was like the one saving grace streaming <laughs> app. And it went and fucked us. But look, that's neither here nor there. Um, Yeah, man. Chapter four. Everyone, because I had waited a week to see it. And because I was like, ah, I'll just wait for it to show up on HBO Max. Like, it'll be here. Like, the way that they fucking punt movies out of theaters after like two weeks and on mm-hmm. the streaming services is wild nowadays yeah. but i was like i'll just wait for it but the way people were talking about it i was like okay i mean i i feel like i have to go see this so uh yeah got out of work early one day went to go check it out and <laughs> it blew me away like the story was actually good the villains were very campy and just otherworldly in a weird way and they introduce these new characters it's oh god can't speak highly enough genre chapter four that is like a real ass fucking anime
0: Hmm. okay interesting um
1: donnie fucking yen oh
0: yeah
1: is in that bitch that. oh man donnie yen he was in his fucking bag Whew. but okay i will this is my one he's sort of like dipping back into that he he's like playing the hits you know what i'm saying because he's essentially a blind assassin mm. whereas like in rogue one he oh, was yeah. like a blind <laughs> martial artist and to the point where i was like is he blind? Like, I didn't know, uh, but I was sitting in the movie theater. I was like, this is kind of, I mean, are they writing parts for Donnie Yen? And if so, like, that's kind of cool. So I looked into it. I was like, yeah, no, he's not, he's not blind.
0: Oh, he, he, oh, you You mean in like real life? You thought he might be blind? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know the whole like blind master character sort of thing. Like, it's sort of just like, (sighs) can no one just be cool enough like you got to just make them blind like that like uh, people aren't gonna like fully buy how great of a master this person is they got to be blind on top of it
1: yo the shit he was doing was so fucking creative as a blind assassin and the things he was like utilizing around his environment i mean that made the fights even cooler so i mean yeah it's great that he's badass and he's blind but he it's the way he used the environments around him. That that made it like that much more entertaining, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh that and yeah, there's there's a couple more characters that are introduced that are great, but uh fuck. There's one character in particular that you and I we both need to talk about for a minute. And it's um our boy Lance Reddick.
0: <sighs> yeah. Man, I can't believe. Yeah, we we have not talked about that. We haven't had a we haven't been recording anything since that happened. No, man.
1: First thing I thought is this bullshit.
0: This is
1: bullshit.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah, that was crazy. The day that I saw that, I was just like, "What is this? Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, Yeah. how?" Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, obviously 60 years old is not very old in the grand scheme of things, but he has... Absolutely not. But even still, he always seems so much younger Also, than he is.
1: Like, they've come at like, there's been uh, disputes about, like, his cause of death. I don't know if you know mm. about that,
0: but... Uh, yeah, sort of.
1: Yeah, they report, like, the corner, LA corner or whatever reported that lance reddick died of heart disease and his family they're like the fuck he did like look at the guy and that's what i was thinking when i read it when i saw that he uh died of heart disease i was like damn if he can go out by that like what hope is there for any of us because yeah he's like ripped yeah lance reddick was fucking cut he was chiseled that man was like look i'm just saying like we, we've all seen Lance Reddick, all right? Yeah. The gif on Eric Andre with Charlotte <laughs> LeVar Burton. <laughs> yeah. Like, that shit was going all over. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They've disputed it. But either way, man, I, I like in the week sense and like in that immediate time, like after the news broke, everyone is sharing like stories and gifs and um, clips of Lance Reddick from various series that he was on or like little um videos that he did for like funny or die and shit like that it was just like damn yeah lance reddick was a fucking real one
0: yeah i mean to bring it and he was a gamer yeah i know i was just gonna say to bring it back to games for a second i'm not a destiny uh player but you know there's a very popular um series uh destiny that um made by bungie who created halo um Shout out. But um, yeah, Lance Reddick is like an OG character in Destiny. And he is like uh, like the commander of something or other. He's like the guy. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, there's tons of loyal Destiny 2 players. And uh in like the days the day and the days after there was like these in-game memorials because it's like a open or it's like a mmo kind of shooter so like Mm. everyone's in the same kind of world and people were gathering at like the hub around where his character like is in the hub and are just like all surrounding him doing like like kneeling or whatever you can do in the game but yeah um, and and apparent allegedly he was he That's was uh, sweet. he was playing the game like the night before he died.
1: That's what I had heard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. um Oof. and in games I've played, he was uh, a pretty central character in the game in the series Horizon, uh Zero mm-hmm. Dawn and Forbidden West on PlayStation. Uh he's like a pretty main character in that and um Allegedly, I think the devs said that his character was going to be a crucial part of the third game as well. But I don't know. Like, wow. it'll be weird to see what they do with it. Like, I don't know if he recorded stuff yet or not. But I mean, either way, huge loss. But he was everywhere. I mean, like in games, yeah. TVs, uh, f- movies, like he was just everywhere. It's, it's crazy.
1: Yeah. Rough stuff. So yeah, man, uh, I just wanted to bring that up because mm-hmm. he was also, of course, a staple throughout the John Wick franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, Lance Reddick. Um, what else have I been watching? Saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, it it's was, me. oh, that was actually a double feature. I left, uh, John Wick chapter four and I went to go see Super Mario Brothers. Oh my Brothers. God. Yeah, I've been doing that lately, doing double features.
0: I don't think I don't, I don't think I have it in me to like.
1: Well, yeah, I'm still different.
0: Movie. Yeah, that's true.
1: Although, I mean, well, there's there's one movie I could uh, I watched the other day and huh. Saw that shit first or er, first thing in the morning. We'll talk about that. Mm. But uh yeah, um Mario Movie, it it was what it was, man. You know what the problem was? try to make mario woke all right
0: <laughs> that's that's what i hear
1: yeah yeah you can't make mario woke he's post woke man uh no it was whatever it was fine it was
0: mm-hmm. yeah but you're not it's a, a little kids movie you're not a gamer man you don't get it no
1: but like i got some of the I shit and it. like i understood like other parts and i was like okay all right cool
0: i'm sure so yeah yeah. No, I, I think um the whole like conversation around it has been really annoying because I haven't seen it. I really have no plans to see it. And I like Mario, but um, Oh,
1: you gotta get some kids and you'll see it.
0: Yeah. But just like I just like the conversation after it was over, and this happens with all kinds of really popular movies, is like, you know, everyone's like Runs over to Rotten Tomatoes and it's like, mm. look, the critics don't like it, but the fans do. And I'm like, why would fucking critics like the Super Mario Brothers movie? Like, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah not, it's not. You're not proving yeah. anything like critics are going to do what they're going to do. And they have a certain taste. Like, why would they like some fucking. Video game Mario movie, like you're not proving anything. Yeah, by this isn't for them. Showing that the audience loves the Super Mario Bros. movie, but um
1: the fucking kids in my auditorium, they were losing their fucking minds. Oh, I like bet. yeah, so if that's any indication, like good good for them. I mean, it's somewhere where parents were able to get their kids to like chill out for a couple hours. Not even a mm. couple hours. shit was a tight, like 94 minutes. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. It was nothing.
0: Well, the the next one will be at least 96 minutes. Cause, uh, Mm. made like almost a billion (laughs) dollars. Yeah. For Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: it did did numbers,
0: uh, which means, um, Hey, I mean, we know how much you love Zelda. There'll probably be a Zelda. There's going to be a fucking Mario cinematic universe now Uh,
1: oh yeah i mean they're they had donkey kong and like his whole crew
0: yeah uh up in there like
1: yeah it's gonna be a thing (sighs)
0: um great can't definitely looking forward to all that um yeah i haven't really been watching any movies except for the movie (laughs) we were gonna talk about um other than that god i think the last movie i saw was this um I don't know if you heard about is it. It this really tiny like horror movie called The Outwaters. Did you hear nah. anything? Uh it was really good. I I would definitely well, I would tentatively recommend it. I don't know like who's listening, but um and I mean people Well, you think
1: Spielberg's listening? What are, what are you saying right now? Uh
0: just because like I would say I highly recommend it, but I could see people hating it because it's very it's like a found footage horror well
1: they hate it then that's on them
0: yeah but i just want to give as much context as i can so people know what Ah, they're getting into but it's essentially you know as trite as it sounds i mean it's another found footage horror movie but i think it was done i think they used it really well it's like this group of probably 30 somethings going out to like joshua not Joshua Tree, but like the some California Joshua Tree-like desert to film this like music video for this little like indie female singer. And they go out there and the first like half of the movie is pretty like straightforward and like you're just getting these glimpses of like the filmmaker kind of like capturing everything. But like slowly things start to just get worse and worse and like the like continuity of it all starts to get like weird and messed up. And it seems like you never really fully understand what is fucking with them, but it seems like it's alien related extraterrestrial in nature, but you never really see anything. And you're just following this poor guy who's like documenting this, just descent into like hell. It's like very psychological it's total. It's like one of the most disorienting movies I've ever seen. Like you're just half the time you don't really know what you're looking at, but it's just like this chaos of like, um, sound and like it. It, it was a really unique experience in terms of found footage stuff. Um, it's definitely a wild ride. Pretty. There's some pretty disgusting uh, scenes too. Jesus. But um, okay the outwaters um if you're into that sort of thing um that was last one of the last movies i saw recently um but i liked it i i enjoyed it um other than that i mean there's a bunch of tv stuff that you and i haven't talked about in a while we can maybe touch on man
1: we got succession we got Barry, barry but i don't know i feel like I feel like we should do a TV roundup later. Like not maybe this
0: episode. Mm. I Sure. Yeah, that that could make sense. Um there is one thing though that I watched that maybe I could talk about mm. that's not Barrier Succession. Um and I don't know if you caught up with it or not, but I um it was uh Party Down the new like the ah. revival. I
1: actually, um, I chose like emotionally that I couldn't. So I decided like not to Mm.
0: pursue that. What? Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? At this time? No. Okay. Um, well then I'll just say some things about it. Um, I think that would be best. I knew that it was uh, happening, but I wasn't like following it that closely. And then my girlfriend had just sort of mentioned Party Down as like a I've never seen it kind of thing. And I was like, oh, well, you'd probably like it. We should watch it and then we'll watch the new season. So we caught up with it. And that was like fun to revisit because I hadn't seen it probably since high school, like around when it came out. Um, and the new season, I mean, I won't say too much about it, I guess, um, since you haven't seen it yet, but I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I don't know if it's a spoiler to say that Lizzie Kaplan isn't in it. So that, so that was not like, that was leaving a lot to be desired, but, um, it was very good and very funny. Um I don't know that it like what it really accomplished. I think there was some pretty good like I think they touched on like all relevant cultural things pretty well. Um that it like wanted to say about things. I I don't know. I mean the original like two seasons didn't I feel like they were a little it, it was like the original two seasons were very Disjointed. I mean, it was never really like heavily about one thing outside of just generally, like you know. Uh, so you're saying this
1: revival has a woke agenda?
0: No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, there was like your words, Nathaniel.
1: You said woke agenda. Uh,
0: did uh, yeah? You know it. It was. I mean, there was, there were actors of color. So like, why, uh, Like, why, like, what was the justification for that? You well, know to, I mean?
1: to push their agenda. Yeah.
0: Um, of wokeness. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, it was, I, I would say like, it's as sort of loose and disjointed as like the first two. And that like, I don't know. I, I feel like it accomplished enough. I think, I, I think it was good. Hmm. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, if anyone's seen the original seasons and wants more of it, uh, you know, this is where to go. Uh six episodes though. Um I think I wish it That's nuts. It,
1: Everyone came back except for Lizzie Cap.
0: Yeah, it was weird. Like, what she got going on I know, that she's that, not coming back? That's what I'm saying. Like I think I didn't know if she was in it. And then like, we watched the first episode and I like looked it up and it was like, Oh, she had scheduling conflicts. And I was like, what, how do you, how can you not make, (laughs) what can she push? How can you not make time for this? For Christ's sake. I mean, um, huh. But wow. Yeah. I mean, shout out Ron. Maybe
1: she was big dog and everybody.
0: I I know. I don't know, but you know, shout out to Ron Donald. Um, Oh, yeah, it, it it was it was really nice um wa- like rewatching the first two because there were a lot like tons of callbacks. Like it, even like the first episode back there was like it almost felt like it was not seamless but there was a lot of direct things mm. like that carried over like immediately from the Season two finale, which was re- which I would not have probably remembered that well if I didn't like re watch it. But oh, yeah,
1: I don't remember a thing, like, I remember certain bits, yeah, but no, nah.
0: yeah, yeah. I-, I didn't remember that much of it either. Um,
1: where'd you watch uh, like the first two seasons?
0: First two seasons are on Hulu, okay, cool, but the third isn't. You got to get stars. Ah,
1: you got to get stars shit what the, like I look like.
0: Uh well yeah, we didn't watch it on stars. I can't say where we watched it, but it wasn't on stars. <laughs> you um, already know. <laughs> other than that though, don't think I've been watching much other than Bear, Barry, Betty oh. and uh, Succession.
1: Well, look, that'll be on a different episode, we'll do television roundup because then I can talk to you all about the real housewives of Salt Lake City and the goings on mm. with those messy bitches uh but nathaniel let's get <laughs> let's let's talk about uh let's talk about our cinematic um dalliances
0: okay don't know how much there is to but, say but sure we can hmm. we can chat about Look,
1: it Look, i think i think i've been bow pilled
0: i think like <laughs> bow pilled what is what does that mean is that good or bad i can't get it out of my craw like okay we're talking bo about was bo afraid, is afraid, everyone.
1: Of course. everyone bo is afraid joaquin phoenix tour de force performance i thought it was going to be one thing like as i'm watching mm. it and then like it starts to morph and all this weird shit happens <laughs> that uh-huh. middle portion where it's him walking through mm-hmm. this animated life where he becomes a father, and yeah, he loses his family in a flood. Oh, God, it's <laughs> the attic, the attic, and <laughs> yeah, the attic, <laughs> and the entire the entire funeral, where like they have the open casket of the mother, mm-hmm. son, son's cabeza. You know, like, I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is this? Yeah. Like, the way I couldn't, like, really take a breath in the first, like, 10 or 15 minutes when he was just in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. And looking outside at everything going on. And I was like, okay, this obviously isn't actually what's happening in the world. This is the manifestation of... Of his anxiety and his agoraphobia and all this stuff. And then, I don't know, shit started bleeding in and it was, it was an odd journey. And I feel like I've been
0: boat pilled. Um, Yeah. I mean, this is like, it's like, this is like one of those things. I'm trying to think like what the last thing like this was that caused so much. Consternation um, and arguing, arguing like online amongst movie people. Uh, but I've just seen so much like people just hate it, and people are angry for all sorts of reasons. Uh, I, I mean, like I am definitely a, a fan of Ari Aster. I like Hereditary and Midsummer. Um, I, but yeah, I didn't totally know what this was going to be. Um, yeah, I went in with out, zero outside of the expectations outside of the trailers, but like, I know what he's like as a filmmaker, but this was even a departure from what he did in Hereditary and Midsummer.
1: This is my first Ari Aster. Oh, really? Movie. Okay.
0: Yep. Well, Hereditary Midsummer are like compared to this, those are like easy to digest uh mainstream movies Compa- compared to this. This is like extreme to the max like he was on one uh making this. Cool. Uh so It felt like he was on one yeah so i just i was so excited i mean i I was excited before everyone's impressions came out but i was even more excited because i'm like i need to i need to know i want to see what this is like i need to. i don't
1: understand the visceral reactions like there's nothing like there's nothing that i watched that would make me stand up and shout like this is fucking bullshit like the way people were yeah. that upset
0: uh i think i don't know i mean like I want, did
1: they want things tied up in a, I don't, a little bow i mean
0: huh. yeah you see bow. what i did there i mean <laughs> it's i mean it's pretty abrasive i mean sure. it's pretty torturous in a lot of ways oh, uh yeah so, I mean, I could definitely God. see if you are a certain kind of person and you have not exposed yourself to, like, anything outside of the ordinary, I, I think this would be a pretty extreme experience for you. Um, I don't know. I, I-, I can see it the on... The entire...
1: That... Okay. The middle portion with Amy Ryan, Nathan Lane, mm-hmm. the daughter. Yeah. What Like what was the deal with that the fact that like you need
0: an answer i don't yeah, know that I have answer. <laughs> like
1: are you tapped in on ari since you've seen uh, uh the trifecta He, because... i mean he's
0: very obsessed with he's very obsessed with like familial troubles mm-hmm. and like Hereditary was definitely a super it was a, like it's a horror movie about a family falling apart. And Midsummer is basically a horror. I thought
1: it was Midsomar.
0: Yeah, Midsomar. Midsomar is a horror movie about a relationship falling apart. And the kind of just he he takes like regular things that we've all experienced and just cranks them up to like this heightened kind of version of that to like the most extreme example of a family falling apart and a relationship falling apart in like the most extreme of circumstances. And I feel like Bo is afraid is um obviously a man struggling with his <laughs> relationship with his mother but also just anxiety like you said in general like this is anxiety simulator so,
1: it was just like your type of shit right
0: yeah i mean this is like was,
1: you're like pipe that shit like right in my face this
0: was a normal day for me this is like every day <laughs> um but i just i i guess yeah in general i mean we can talk about all the like specific parts but I didn't quite know what to think right when it finished. Yeah, uh, I. But okay. But in general, at this point, I definitely. I think I liked it a lot, but not. It's like saying I liked it a lot is weird with a movie like this because it. I I value certain. Types of experiences where I could understand why other people wouldn't. But it's like you said, um, I just, this, Bo's Afraid, it does, it, it can't, like, it's not leaving my, yeah. my, my nervous system. Like, it's just still, like, yeah, some of the it stuck with like, me. it, like, I truly don't think that any other movie or anything really has made me feel the specific concoction of emotions that I felt when the credits were rolling on this movie. Like I just sat there and was just like, I've never felt anything like this before. And I find that valuable. It's not like, hell yeah. It's not a pleasant feeling, but it's something that I, no, no, no. it's something that I really deeply uh, valued at the end of the day. Um,
1: I think I wrote on letterbox or something like, it felt like remembering a nightmare that had woke me up out of my sleep. Like that's what watching Boas Afraid felt like. Like I was just uncomfortable the entire time, yeah, and couldn't believe like what was happening next, and just waiting for him to be able to take a breath and for everything to be okay, and it never fucking was, yeah. And then the point where, oh my God, Parker Posey shout out Parker oh yeah Ozzy. uh oh. when my man like just he came like <laughs> and his his gigantic pendulum balls like those th- the quick flashes of the balls and nathan lane mentioning he's like you got some like those are the biggest ball like whatever Yeah, all that was so fucking ridiculous. I loved it, but the fact that like he came as hard as he was like I didn't die (laughs) this entire time. I didn't die. I've been so afraid. (laughs) And you look up and Parker Posey's eyes like bloodshot, and it's clear she had an aneurysm and she she died. And it's like,
0: fuck. Yeah, it's it it it, it's just. It, it perfectly captures this feeling of, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how else to put it, like anxiety, but like a nightmare of there is no rest Yeah, for this- He can never have peace. For this man, there is no peace in his life. And it's- Yeah, I mean, I I listened to. I would highly recommend anyone go listen to a twenty four podcast. Just released an episode with Ari Aster and Joaquin Phoenix and them sort of talking about the experience, but of making the movie and everything. But Ari Aster multiple times said like that. I I I mean, because the movie is, I think, like very funny. A lot mm-hmm. of the time. And it was just funny to hear him talk about how he's like, to him, like, what's, like, he just kept saying how dumb it all is. Um, and for, like, for kind of the joke is just how dumb it is, but how grand and, like, epic this man's suffering Huh. is um i th- i think a lot of the critics or people that are really negatively reacting to it i think are kind of like missing out on that part of it cuz i've i've seen a lot of people say like it's so obvious and it's so like uh blatant in its um messaging and i'm like yeah but that's like yeah that that's like what it is i don't i don't think that's like a mistake like i, I feel like that's right part of it is like because when it gets to the end like the final scene it's like it's so over the top and like beating you to death with its thing but i'm like why wouldn't it like this is his life this is bo's life is this endless uh <laughs> just humiliation and terror yeah. surrounding his mother. And it's like, it's a cacophony of shame. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, the kind of going back to what you would ask, you would asked about, um, like the whole part with Amy Ryan and Nathan Lane and everything. I mean, this movie, like, I love how it kind of like goes into these different worlds, kind of like these different mm-hmm. little things. And like, the, the the whole opening apartment sequence is like so mm. good i i couldn't believe how good it was just in terms of um i don't know just the the chaos of it all was so funny yeah um and i just i can't get over how good the joke is of the um just like super early on, like not much has happened yet. And just like him coming home for the first time. And there's just this big sign on his door saying there is a single brown recluse spider (laughs) just loose in the apartment building. And he just opens the door and it's just like crawling under his couch. Yeah. It's just, it's like what it's so good. Like, it's just so, Mm -hmm. it's so funny. Um, but yeah, the whole Yeah, it or what were you gonna say?
1: I was just gonna say any terrible thing that could afflict Bo, like you will see it happen. Like there's no <laughs> there's no good day for him, unfortunately. No.
0: Um but yeah, the whole Amy Ryan sequence, that was like yeah, it really sharply kind of pulls you out of like everything it was building up with the the whole beginning part at his apartment and it like yeah. it definitely slows down but i don't know what to Okay s-
1: I saw a I saw um I don't know if it was like on YouTube or if I was listening to a podcast or what but it was this idea that Bo's entire life had been orchestrated by his mother, Mona Wallace, or Mona Wasserman, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And when Bose handed like that little cup of coffee with the note that said like "Stop incriminating yourself," yeah, it was because she was trying to like let him know that he's being watched, he's being judged for all the shit that like came to be later on.
0: Yeah, when he's like literally judged at the end. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, because that was definitely when yeah. Cause it's like after that there's the scene where like first she hands him that note. And then like afterwards he, I think it's like the next morning or something after his, like he <laughs> like smokes, whatever it is, like the weed concoction mm. mixed with whatever the fuck else is in there. And I think it's like the next morning or something. And like, amy ryan whispers in his ear to like check a certain tv channel and yeah 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 and he's like looking through and there's like a camera on him right and he like so it's clear that he's being like trapped yeah but doesn't he go
1: forward he he, he
0: does but yeah and i think that's where just like the unreal kind of Mm. just anxiety of this movie's world takes place because yeah he can like rewind and see things that have already happened but he fast forwards and you basically see glimpses of the rest of the movie so it's like hmm. his life is preordained and everything is basically written it, 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 in the moment it doesn't make sense but i i think at the end it, it's much more clear yeah. um that yeah i i think these were like but then it calls into question, like, because they hit him with their car. So, like, was that? That's planned? what I'm saying. It, it kind of, yeah, it like unravels a whole thread of like how. Well, but, but 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 that's the other thing is like, um, when he goes to the funeral at the end, and he's just wandering around his mother's house, he goes into that one little like area, and mm-hmm. there's like you see all this like timeline, like a literal timeline. True,
1: true, and true.
0: You see, uh, like, him being used for these, like, medical ads for his mother's company as a kid. But then at one point, you see, like, um, the housing development that he lives in was, like, mm-hmm. made by yeah. his mother's company. And
1: there's, like, the microwave he used was made by it. You know, like, there's those little decals and hella stuff
0: yeah the little the the little mw branding so yeah it's like clear and i think even when he was like walking down the stairs like there's a photo of him like in his apartment Mm. or something like so it's like stuff like that where it's like there's this timeline literally of his life and then he yeah so i think just everything was orchestrated um but that still doesn't explain um so much of the reality that this uh movie takes place in no but not at all but but i do think it also like learning that stuff at the end it also kind of speaks to the whole like forest theater sequence where Mm -hmm. you see him literally like he's watching this play unravel of someone else's life but then he's like in the shoes of he's like fantasizing about himself in this play and it like runs through his whole life and so there's definitely this theme of like uh like reliving the same life over and over again and like everything being kind of preordained and
1: did you notice uh young Michael Gandolfini
0: he was one no. of the sons oh really damn I yeah, didn't notice that he was
1: like the oldest like Dude's built like a brick shit house. i just yeah. I recognize his face from he, uh the many saints of Newark yeah, or whatever. He must have but,
0: gotten even bigger. Yeah. Um but also uh speaking of did you notice, did you notice Bill hater
1: Yeah, as a UPS guy. Yeah. I didn't notice his voice. Like,
0: but, but see, that's the thing. I think I was a different that was, not, I don't think that was uh, Bill Hader on the phone with him, but I think it was. But
1: it, Bill Hader also can change his voice. He does impressions that's of people. true. So I would have to rewatch that yeah. just to it, like see if it's but just, Hader doing a voice.
0: Yeah, but it, that was just such a weird thing because like you see him and it's like clearly Bill Hader, but his like back is to the camera. And yeah. I'm like, wait, what? Like that didn't sound like him when he was on the call with him earlier. Um. But yeah, um man, I don't know. I I I really think that I enjoyed the experience for as assaulting as it was. Um yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm glad you I didn't know what you would think. Uh so I'm gl- I'm glad you got enjoyment out of it. Um, yeah, it, and it it was
1: definitely an experience. And I'm glad I went to the movie theater to like give it a shot. Yeah,
0: luckily, yeah, I was really nervous that my theater was gonna like heckle it or something, mm-hmm. but I, I no one said anything. Yeah. Why were you afraid of that? I remember talking to you before this because I, I was like, I just don't. What
1: what theaters do you go to that they throw cabbage <laughs> and tomatoes at the screen?
0: Um, I don't know. I guess that hasn't happened, but. I don't know. It's just little comments. I, I want to see things on my own terms, but, hmm. but what I, I guess I, I do <laughs> what you mentioned it before, but I just, I, I was laughing so hard at the, uh, the attic scene. I just like could not believe
1: that shit was nuts. That, that happened. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I was truly like, wow, I didn't like this movie has done. Like, I don't know. It, it was the kind of moment where I'm like, nothing this movie could do would shock me at this point. But then that happened.
1: Exactly. And I was just like, okay, uh, maybe this is where the movie loses people. But <laughs> I was still on board. I it's was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Uh,
0: yeah. Right when that happened, I was like in my head, like instantly I was like, this is where if my dad was on board up until now, this is the kind of thing that would lose my dad. Like he, I don't think my dad could handle that.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't think a lot of people can. Handle, um, it's up there and it's okay. Do you remember, uh, fuck that one movie, man. Um, sorry uh, to bother you.
0: Yes. Yes. That's a great, uh, analogy. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to bother you is like, For anyone who hasn't seen it, it's a very kind of like heightened reality sort of comedy where all kinds of crazy shit's happening. But it's like at a certain point you get on board with the heightened (laughs) reality. you you understand that level. (laughs) And then then the ending, it's just like sharp 180. You would (laughs) never believe what it does at the end. Um, Right. But yeah. I I guess we won't say exactly what it is. No,
1: hell no. That's a great reveal, but I feel like with Bo is afraid. Here's where sorry to bother you. Like they fucked up is I feel like they lean too heavy in that weird turn, not the weird turn of it, but like they showed too much of it. They lingered on it too much. Uh It became part of the world. You know what I'm saying? Whereas with this, it was brief it was in a shadow it was like did that really i mean we're already questioning so much like throughout this uh <laughs> experience that yeah we don't know what the fuck was in that yeah attic. but yeah it that's was, where i think one works and one really
0: doesn't yeah that's a great point because yeah it didn't work for me in uh sorry to bother you but for this it like yeah it 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 is as ridiculous as it is it is truly terrifying like the way it's shot and like Bo's reaction to it like Joaquin Uh like his performance and the aftermath of it it's yeah I think it was really effective but I'm so I guess the last thing unless there's other things we didn't touch on that you want to talk about like I just the final scene really like did something to me like there was Mm. something really like I don't know what to think about it, but specifically him in the boat, I guess it, yeah, just that. And just like having the credits roll over that, Mm -hmm. like that final image, like it just, Oh, it really, like, I can't shake that. Um, I don't know if we want to get specific about what it is, but well,
1: I'd rather not only because like while watching it, I was like, if they ended here and then boom, I was like huh all right uh i was i was like they can't end it here if they ended like i was of the mind that they needed to answer more things or they needed to give me a hint of like some type of resolution or anything <laughs> and it gives you Nothing. It like crescendos to this point where it's like, ah, like you feel like you're about, like something's about to break through. And then that's, that's it, you know? And I felt, I don't know, I I don't want to say like what I thought was going to happen, but I, what happened, happened. I made my peace with it and I was like, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I I didn't I didn't feel angry or annoyed or how did what did you feel when or uh, like you said anxiety?
0: uh, I don't. I mean, I didn't have uh, I didn't really have any like hopes or expectations of how it would end. I I think very early on, I was like, "This is going to end." However, it's going to end, and uh, but I'm not one to be usually upset by unresolved things in movies. I'm pretty used to that um so it was definitely nothing like that but just the kind of if i can say like just sort of the violence of the final like second and then just kind of the like apathetic kind of way that because when the credits roll it's just sort of like with with all the people leaving i'll just say like just Like it's Christian, like there's this kind of intense moment of judgment, and like there's this heat of the moment. And once that kind of thing happens, it just sort of like the coldness of everyone, of everything just kind of dissipating in the background. I don't quite know how to put it. I can't, I don't know. I can't get any more specific, but there was just like a coldness of that final image juxtaposed to right in the foreground. You're seeing like this terrible, just sadness in, in the foreground. And then in the background, just this cold, just emptiness of. I don't know. That's all I know how to say about it. But I haven't really hmm. like fully processed it yet, too. But um, I, all I know is that overall, yeah, I can't say that anything has made me really feel the way that this made me feel. And I, I really, I, I kind of love it for that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That brings me to another thing that I watched this week. Not a movie, okay. but I alluded to it um, previously. We weren't recording. We were talking the other day, but um, yeah. And I don't know. Is he cooking? We'll see. We'll see. I told you, but I've I've mentioned this to you time and time again, Nathaniel.
0: Oh, I think I know what it is.
1: You know what it is. Snowfall. Mm recently had its series finale
0: oh okay the
1: the main protagonist our our like our conduit like the person that we have been following through this entire journey of the drug gang the the drug game in the 1980s every like this is our version of walter white or um I don't like Avon from The Wire. Like, this is the culmination of all of this. Mm-hmm. And the finale left people very, like, a lot of people were caught in their feelings. They wanted, they wanted, they wanted a completely different outcome than what happened mm. for the main character. A lot yeah. of people. You being someone who like lived in like you were in the world right there in the shit, 10 toes to the ground with breaking bad when everything mm. like happened with the finale. Yeah. Do you remember how people were um like were they upset? People, were they like
0: the th- content? The thing with breaking bad was like it it's bet it's like crescendo was like two episodes before the finale. And then like mm. the last two episodes were sort of just like cleanup. it felt like. Um, mm. I, I remember the sentiment being like, okay, yeah, that was fine. That was pretty fine of a way to end the show. But it was sort of like, mm. the the way that everyone talks about the end of Breaking Bad, it's like the third to final episode. Is like the kind of wow. Okay, is like the pinnacle of the show to everyone, and then like the final two are just sort of like obligatory, sort of like a postscript almost. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't think anyone's angry. I, I don't remember ever seeing anyone be like upset with it necessarily. But yeah, I remember at me, my own opinion was sort of like, yeah, like I wouldn't say it's like in the great finales of all time or anything, but...
1: Well, see, then I think back to The Sopranos finale, yeah. where I remember being in the world and just the entire conversation post Did My Cable Cut Out became, yeah, well, does that mean he got whacked or is it just metal coming in from parking the car? Like, what does this mean? And that started that dialogue for the next, like, 20, 30 years or
0: whatever. Yeah. So so with Snowfall, without saying anything specific, is it more of a conversation starter finale of where there's, like, a lot to... Like, it's not clear-cut sort of thing?
1: I mean, it's clear-cut in the sense you know exactly where these characters are when the finale ends, but it's more of a conversation starter in the sense that it's also set in the past. So anything can happen beyond that point, you know, as mm-hmm. long as these characters are alive, that type of thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. for instance, with uh Don Draper, mm-hmm. You know where he left off, but where he goes from there, I mean, who's to say? Could be anybody's guess.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um yeah. I, but oh, good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Breaking Bad finale was like the most kind of final sort of like there's no question about it kind mm-hmm. of thing. For
1: well what didn't they make like a sequel series i I was gonna say for
0: walter white that the the main character it's like there's no Mm -hmm. question but for like jesse and shit it's like oh well where did he go or like what's the future hold for him sort of thing Mm. um Mm. yeah but with yeah with mad men it's more like you get it but there's obviously a life to be lived after this moment that we don't that we that we have to imagine
1: well it's sort of like the wire in the sense that they created they it's so fucking wild because they created this world that they live in like think of it like the wire creating um all like the heroin i don't know it's you know what I mean? Where Hamsterdam was. Mm-hmm. Imagine imagine it was at one point like a serene neighborhood and then slowly but surely it slowly crumbles and becomes Hamsterdam and all this shit. So it's not so much that they're ending and you see the cycle perpetuating um, down the line, but they're the beginning of the cycle that they created. You know what I mean? Mm. Where in the wire spoilers for the wire we see us like I'm not going to get specific, but we see a certain character clean up their act Mm. and we see them like better themselves. But we also see another character who could have gone any way like the wind blew him ended up like the taking the path of the person that cleaned themselves up.
0: Yeah, the the Wire finale is very, like... Cyclical. Yeah, like, reinforcing that this is all just a cycle. Like, there is no solution to any of this sort of thing.
1: Right. Whereas the finale of Snowfall was, like, this is a fucking tragedy. No one got out clean, so to speak, and... I mean, I might, I'm definitely want to say that the fate that the main character got was probably the worst thing that they could have done to them. And other people are arguing for like something far more like they either wanted him. They wanted like one of two things to happen. And the thing that the writers chose, I think it affects people on a much deeper level. So it's got to be the right choice. Like people are having this discourse and they're upset or they're like, you know what? I understand. Or they're just like, I don't know how to feel. I'm still processing it. So Mm -hmm. much like you and I were talking about with Bo's afraid, where we're just like, I can't stop thinking about it. It's in my head. I'm wondering why they made these decisions and chose to do that. Like, that's how I felt watching this Mm. finale because it's been culminating for the past six years and i'm like okay this is it this is finally how they're going to like close off this this story and they did so in a very very divisive way but
0: yeah i mean i, don't know. I I'm think into it. yeah i mean honestly that makes me i mean i you know you've talked about it for so long but i mean that it's very like this kind of thing excites me the and it's, right. and it's what Energize me even more to see Bo is Afraid as much as I already wanted to see it. But I just think that it's a very valuable thing in general for creators, writers, directors, whoever is creating, um, these pieces of art to like, really, like, I think it's a very valuable thing to like betray your audience and to like do... Mm something yeah
1: lull them into like a false sense of security
0: yeah because this is what creates the lasting art i think overall i mean that there are, there are things that make you feel good and happy and resolved and that's fine but um generally speaking i i think it's because Yeah, I mean, another thing I kept seeing with Bo is afraid that just like boggles my mind is like there there are a lot of people out there like part of the conversation is like this cost thirty five million dollars like imagine what could have been done with that like this was a waste (laughs) of money and I'm like what I'm like what like what like I I don't know like it boggles my mind that like just because people are having this like visceral reaction to something that it's like suddenly not worth anything and i'm like i feel like this is the kind of stuff that is worth like the things that really push boundaries and buttons whether you had a good Mm -hmm. time or a bad time like i think yeah with like the people who hated the sopranos finale or whatever it's like you might hate it right this second but like this is give it time yeah like this is the thing this is like a decision like a bold decision in a moment that like really solidified this show the Sopranos in particular as like this great one of the great thing and it, it might take time for people to realize that and I feel like that could be a thing for Bo's Afraid um, in the long term like it's just going to take time maybe for people to realize like what it's the value in that. So
1: you're saying Bo's cooking?
0: I think. I think. Yeah, let him cook. Like, hold up, let him cook. Woo! Um, let him cook. I I would strongly recommend. Uh, yeah, for people to expose themselves to Bo's afraid or things like Bo's afraid. It sounds like with the uh, snowfall, maybe, or at least in the way that. It it culminates, but I think in general, we need to expose ourselves to like these very difficult things. Let yourself feel some weird shit and see what happens. Like don't shy away from um, the hard stuff.
1: Being uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, because um, I don't think we need to feel good all the time. I think... I think...
1: No, I mean... You know what? It's very easy to, I mean, we spend all day in our jobs that we do just to get by and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to come home and put on something that doesn't make you think that like just washes over you and through you. And it's like background noise while you scroll on your phone. But the shit that sticks with you, the shit that like makes you feel different or like see life differently. That's the shit. Like Bo is afraid, like Snowfall, where you're getting entertainment and you're also getting something that affects you in your day to day life. Like that's art. I mean, what what else are we here for, folks? You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm. Oh wow. Like what a beautiful way to close out the reinvention of this show.
1: But Nathaniel, my point is this. Hmm snowfall has been cooking for six seasons mm-hmm. will you let him cook will you give an episode a shot like let's let's
0: start it off i'll just
1: you know, sprinkle it in We'll sprinkle mm-hmm. like maybe you could smell what he's cooking maybe like pop on an yeah. episode or two
0: i feel yeah i feel like i should it's uh there's a clear end in sight now um i feel like i'm there's always been a clear clearance okay i don't know but i yeah I've, i feel like um it's an exciting proposition knowing i'm going to be uh have thoughts and feelings
1: i will say and this has been seconded and people understand it doesn't find its legs until season two. Oh, great what are you gonna do
0: okay well i'm just look it's, it happens you know, it happens
1: you know look at the wire people said you know you got to get through season two to make it happen and now i wouldn't take season two out
0: oh no definitely not
1: you know you got to have the docs you gotta have frank and ziggy fucking ziggy <laughs> uncle frank oh no, wait no that was yeah, that was his dad yeah yeah yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Mm. all right so um next week we're gonna be checking out is snowfall cooking who's to say we'll see uh-huh. daniel's gonna let us know um but we're also gonna be talking more television because we got succession let's talk about mm.
0: Barry. Just a little
1: teaser when uh, hmm. cousin Greg came up, the family, <laughs> yeah, you know the quad squad, you know, uh, cousin Greg's been he's been cooking, uh, this season. But yeah, we got Succession, we got Barry. Um, I don't know, maybe watch some more shit. I got some anime I could talk about. We got some. Hmm. Uh, I went back. I watched an entire season of Two Year Eternity.
0: Oh Jesus! Wow. Yeah. 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 I gotta uh yeah, I mean I I definitely want to um hear what's happening for you in the world of Vinland saga too.
1: Oof. Spoiler alert, haven't watched an episode. Oh
0: man. Okay.
1: Yeah, I I mean, we've been on hiatus. Know, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: I've oh, but I can also talk about the Demon Slayer movie. More to come. We got, there was we another got plenty one? to talk about.
0: Whatever. <laughs> we'll we'll get into it. At least. <laughs> jesus
1: yeah we will um until next time guys this has been wasteland a pop culture podcast first time i get to say that wow uh thank you all for listening until next
0: time goodbye later